And hello to you, and welcome to the Richard Nichols Podcast, the personal development podcast series that's here to help inspire, educate, and motivate you to be the best you can be. I'm psychotherapist Richard Nichols, and this is episode 191. It's titled Goal Blocks. And if you're ready, we'll start the show. Hey, you beauty. It's been a tricky month, hasn't it? I know I I want to try and keep this series fairly evergreen, as it were, so that people can revisit these episodes at any point in the future. And the content will still be relevant, but it's hard to ignore the fact that we're coming to the end of 2020, but in the middle of a really tricky time, aren't we? And it's likely to be trickier for a bit longer still. But we'll get there, folks. We'll get there. But today... I want to talk about some of the other contributing factors that prevent people from achieving what they want in life and how we might be able to tackle it. This might be relevant for you. It might be for your partner, your parents, your children, your mate down the pub. But whoever this is useful for and whenever it is, I hope you get some benefit from this. So let's look at some of the things that stop people from moving forwards in life to a successful future, shall we? Firstly, is the past. We've all got one. We all have memories about who we were, what we've done, and the mistakes we've made. And unfortunately, the past is the only place our brain has got when it tries to predict the future. So we often go round and round in circles, either making the same mistakes or predicting the same outcomes, and not taking any steps at all. And we might not be aware of its influence, but the past can really eat away at people. Not just our own mistakes either, but the mistakes that other people make as well. Those mistakes about us. The misjudgments and unfair treatments that everyone else might have totally forgotten about, but they still have an effect on us. And stop us from creating the future that we want because we're caught up in the emotional content of what happened and how it made us feel back then. Which leads us on to the next thing. Blaming others. Having an external locus of control. You probably heard me talk about that before, meaning that we can't take as much responsibility for where our lives are going because we feel that there's, there's always an external reason that controls us and prevents us from achieving what we want. So we become pessimistic. Because if it was true that there was no point in applying for that promotion, because the boss's niece is probably going to get the job anyway, then we get stuck. But we made that happen. Not the boss or their niece. We did that. A bit like Eric Byrne's wooden leg excuse that I've mentioned before. It's not my fault. It's my wooden leg that holds me back. You know, it's not my fault. I drink too much. It's my mum's for normalising it when I was a teenager. That sort of thing. That's the same process. And it's a handy defence mechanism, really. If you can transfer the responsibility to somebody else, it can't damage your ego when you don't progress. So I, I get it. It makes sense. But it certainly doesn't help us, though. But we do need to understand that the process exists and maybe that we're going through it before we can make any changes because we might not realise the influence that it has. Similarly, another thing that gets in the way of us progressing is other people's opinions. 
sometimes we don't bother trying anything new or moving in a different direction because of the opinions of other people getting in the way. Now, living a life where other people's opinions of us is more important than our own opinions of ourselves, that's not a good recipe. And I'm sure you know somebody who lives like that, and it might be you, actually. And it does need challenging. Trying to control other people's thoughts about us is not only as close to impossible as you can get, but it prevents a normal natural life of disagreements that leads to learning and wisdom. People are they're always going to have opinions and they're entitled to their opinions. They're entitled to think what they like, even if it's about you. doesn't mean they're right, but they should still be allowed to think what they want. And what someone thinks of you is none of your business. So we shouldn't get involved in the process in the first place. It's nothing to do with us. And if you can think of it like that, then it doesn't make any sense to let it have an effect on you, does it? Easier said than done, I know. But you've got to start somewhere. And challenging these things is important. It's the first step in overcoming any fears of what other people think. So, we have the past. We have this blame game that we play. And we have these ridiculous ideas that other people's opinions of us are more important than our own. These are big factors that prevent us from taking those steps that we know would create the outcomes that we want. More than likely, where we are right now in our life, in the absence of a pandemic that puts many things on hold, of course, is no one else's fault. It has nothing to do with other people, and it's got nothing to do with our past. It might be because of the choices you made and the opportunities you did or didn't take in the past, but it's not the past itself. And that's exactly the same for the future as well. Where you end up in five years, ten years time is going to be because of the decisions you make and the opportunities you take in the present. So if you're not where you want to be in your life right now, or you don't have what you want to have or whatever it is, it's got nothing to do with the past. It's got nothing to do with your circumstances or other people. But it might have everything to do with the fact that you didn't know that you could take responsibility over your own life. Now, that might be someone else's fault if you want to play the blame game. Yes, that that might be the wooden leg, the alcoholic parent or the trauma you've experienced. But not learning from that and doing something about it, that is your responsibility. Yes. And pretending that that isn't true and sticking your fingers in your ears because you don't want to hear it, that is in your control. And realising that, horrible as it sounds, it may just help you to take your fingers out of your ears and then take those steps to create the life that you want or enjoy the life you already have. And I know that's a hard concept for people to digest because we can't easily forget our past we can't forget the extremes we can't we can't forget our abuse or trauma or just mistakes we can't forget what we've been through in life and i'm certainly not going to belittle or disregard somebody's experiences i don't want you to disregard your own past but the great thing about the past is that it's gone it's over those events no longer exist in the real world, but they do exist in our minds. And that's what tends to keep the feeling real. 
That's what makes them feel like the present rather than the past. The rumination keeps them alive. But memories are just thoughts. There might not even be real memories because our thoughts fill in gaps or plain old make stuff up. We confabulate. Think of it like this. If you've had a bad experience, if you've already been bullied or mistreated, if you've already made mistakes and beaten yourself up, if you've already felt guilty for hurting somebody or cheating on them or whatever, then you've already paid the price once. You certainly don't deserve to be paying the price for it over and over and over in your mind every day because that experience belongs in the past and that's where it needs to stay. If someone hurt you once and they're still living in your mind, hurting you over and over again, then something isn't right. And it could well be holding you back from being the happier you that you have the potential to be. It sounds harsh, I know, to say that time moves on and you've only got a limited time to feel sorry for yourself before you need to let it go. Because I know from experience that that's not easy. It's really not. In many cases, it's it's easier than some, but in some cases, it's nigh on impossible without help, without psychiatric or psychotherapeutic help. And maybe some of what I'm saying in today's episode doesn't apply to you, because the issue might not be just in your mind, in the rumination, it might also be in your brain, neurologically, hardwired in. And some arrogant bloke on his podcast saying, you just need to take responsibility for your thoughts, emotions and actions. That isn't going to help. But sometimes we do talk to ourselves that way. Even if we do have the extremes of these difficulties and the extremes of these problem pasts, the complex PTSD or personality disorders. And if we try to expect to leave the past in the past, that's not so easy. In some cases, you can't just change your mind like that. You can't just say, yeah, I was raped, but well, that was yesterday. Today's a new day. And well, I'm not being raped today, am I? So bring it on. I'm going to the gym. Of course not. Because our emotions don't have a concept of time. They can't separate the past from the present or the future. Our emotions are unconscious. But the good news is that even though it's hard, our conscious processes become unconscious over time through repetition. Our conscious thoughts now become our unconscious emotions in the future. And the thing is, there's only so much effort or energy we can put into the thinking. And if there's so much of our energy being used up for thinking about the past, then there's not enough fuel in the tank to start thinking about the future and the steps that you know full well will help you. Just think how different Our lives would be if all of our energy was being directed towards the steps to help us achieve our goals. We'd be unstoppable. And there are some people like that. I've met them. We don't all have to be like that. I'm not like that. I I practice what I preach, but I'm, I'm quite normal in that regard. And I'm happy because of it. And maybe it's important to see where you find yourself in that middle ground between being so focused on your goals that it seems unnatural and not focused enough. But if you can't find a middle ground and you're only living in the past, then that's not fair on you. And no matter if you've been doing that for five years, 10 years, 30 years, then you can still turn that around 
and start having new behaviours now. New thoughts, new emotions, because they all follow on from each other. That's the basis of cognitive behavioural therapy, and it's well proven to be right. Because for things to change in your life, you have to change first. And we do change if we give ourselves a bit of a nudge in the right direction. Just pull yourself to one side ever so slightly, and over time you'll be surprised how different you are. might seem like a, a weird bit of imagery, I know. But if you imagine a five-mile-long road with a slight downward slope to it, and in the centre of the road, right along the white line, you roll a marble from the top down. It only needs a little bit of a breeze blowing in the right direction to angle it so that when it gets to the bottom, that marble's no longer in the middle of the road anymore. It's off to one side and it's still rolling. Well, if at the bottom of the slope there was a hole on one side of the road and on the other side there was another five-mile gentle slope towards something new and positive, then that all started with that little nudge the marble got five miles back. We just need to make sure that we nudge ourselves away from the holes and towards the life that we want and we get a whole new trajectory. And taking responsibility now so that you can do that is vital. If you want to have a better life in five years' time, then that starts now. And it might start with learning to move on from your past. It might come from seeing that your opinions of yourself are more important than somebody else's opinions of you. Being more solution-focused rather than problem-focused, so that when you get a problem, you can find solutions to it easier. It's hard not to feel sorry for ourselves when things are cruel and don't go our way, but throwing a tantrum or a pity party doesn't tend to help. As the author Zig Ziglar said, the problem with pity parties is very few people come and those who do don't bring presents. But when you take responsibility for your life, you're better able to develop two very important personality traits. Patience and discipline. And for most things in life, those two things are probably the most important ingredients to creating a successful life, whatever successful means to you. Patience and discipline. Patience to practice the daily actions that will nudge you along the right path and discipline to stick at it like that marble rolling down the hill. Sometimes the wind blows in the other direction and we need to blow harder on the other side to keep it rolling away from the hole. Because success doesn't happen overnight. That's why we need the patience and the discipline that helps us to get the job done, whatever that job is. If that's something as simple as getting fitter, then the reason you haven't got fit yet isn't because of the food you eat now or where you shop. It's everything to do with the choices that you've made. Choices that come from not having patience to let it happen because it takes time and discipline to plan ahead. There are exceptions, of course, because what one person finds achievable, somebody else might find impossible. You have to work out what works for you. But for most of us, not achieving, say, fitness goals is everything to do with an unwillingness to do the things that need to be done to make it happen. And we have to take responsibility for that and not blame lockdown or slim fast or white watchers or those stupid liquid 
diet sachets that make your hair fall out and say, oh, it's their fault. It's their fault that diet didn't work for me. No, it's not. It's our own fault for not sticking with something more sensible and realistic and having the patience to let it happen by taking responsibility, even blame if we want to think of it like that, then we can look on our mistakes as a lesson to be learned from. But we have to acknowledge the mistake in order to learn from it and move on from it. So if you have a goal in mind, whether that's sport, business, health, whatever, ask yourself this. What's the first step you need to take in order to get the end result? And when you know what that first step is, no matter how small, take that step. And then ask yourself this. What's the next step? And then keep on going until you get there with discipline and patience. And then you'll look back and you'll see how far you've come. Oh, right, I think it's uh, I think it's time to finish off. It's getting late. Heavy one today. I feel quite harsh through some of that. And I know that some of what I said might not be appropriate for you because you might need more help than some people do with um, maybe psychiatric help or psychotherapy help because sometimes our past isn't just uh, a little trauma. Sometimes they're huge traumas and the brain gets damaged in a way and you need to learn how to overcome those things. But do. Take what you need from today's episode and hopefully it can help you get onto the right track. There'll be another bonus episode in the middle of the month, this time with the author Matt Rudd. We had a really nice chat about men's attitudes to health, about parenting and about his book Man Down, which is well worth a read. So that'll be in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, if you want more episodes, then head on over to patreon.com and for as little as £5 a month... I'll sort you out with a new episode every flipping Monday morning. They do add VAT on in most countries, but if you're lucky to live somewhere where digital goods are VAT-free and you sign up for a year, it's only £5 or thereabouts. 5 44 I think it works out as. If you do that, then I'll know that you like what I do and I'll be able to carry on, won't I? Just like these lovely folk have done. Let me give, me a, let me give you all a shout-out to the new patrons. Who have we got this month? Mary, Mark... Lindsay, Rosalie, Nicola, Paul, Ali, Kate, Anne, Jackie and Yosra. Whether you're a top tier patron or you're just chucking me a quid to say thank you for what I do, I am forever indebted to you. So thank you. Genuinely mean that. I'll love you and leave you all for now. Remember to um, wash your face, mask your hands and stare into space or whatever we're supposed to be doing to stay safe. And I will speak to you next time. See ya. See ya.